Welcome back to the energetics of everything, your favorite place to learn about all things wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the energetics of everything. I have a really exciting conversation to talk to you about today. And this is probably going to be kind of specific to manifesting generators and generators because I'm talking about sacral energy. We're talking about sacral responses. We're talking all things generator energy. But I think that if you're an undefined sacral being, I still think that this would be a fun conversation to listen to. Maybe you'll understand your generator people a little bit more. Maybe you'll understand your conditioning a little bit more and you will understand what's available to you, but what you don't have to put pressure on yourself to be consistently. So if your intuition is saying, listen to this, obviously listen to it and let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about something called the generator plateau. This is a concept that human design discusses. And of course I've experienced it. I've worked with clients who've experienced it. It's been something that I've studied and witnessed and watched in many different variations over the last couple of years. And so this is really just fun to, to discuss and play with. So the concept of a generator plateau There's two sides to this. One is that generators will find a plateau where things are not growing, things are not changing, things are not evolving, but they're kind of pretty satisfied or maybe they're like mediocrely satisfied. There's not really much new energy to respond to. It feels like things are really stagnant and generators can get into this when they settle. I see a lot of generators who They will start to follow the things that they like. And then because the thing that they like is lighting them up and because it feels good, they will get into a habit. They will get into a routine where this is just what I do. And then they kind of plateau because they're not looking to create new things. They're not looking to innovate. They're not looking to change anything about their situation. So the main reason that I see people fall into a generator plateau is because they assume or they have this underlying belief that because they were given something good, it's not going to get better. Or because they were given something good, they have to be grateful for the opportunity that they have and they shouldn't be ungrateful or they shouldn't want to innovate it. And this has been a big challenge for me as well. I've built a business and I did this this last year where I built this business very much based around coaching and human design and like very specific things. And I felt like because I wasn't excited about it, because I wasn't overwhelmed with gratitude. Like, obviously I was grateful for it, but there was also this, like, I don't really know if I'm excited to be showing up for this anymore. It plateaued. And of course there wasn't room for growth because I didn't have the energy for growth. I was in a place where I was like, okay, well, I've created this. Like I obviously have to keep maintaining it, but is it worth my energy to maintain? Is this genuinely what I want to be doing? 
it requires you to look a little bit deeper. And so there's this guilt that can come up of I've created an opportunity that many people have never been able to create. I have built a business that many people have never been able to create. I have received and experienced all of these incredible things that I thought that I would be completely overwhelmed with gratitude for. And I thought that like, I'd never want for anything else. And that's a big misconception is, I mean, for anyone that once we have the thing that we currently desire, that we will never want for more things, we're always going to want more things. That's human nature. That's a feminine trait to have this longing to want more, to crave more. That's part of being human is having desires that constantly move forward. And so, you know, you get what you want now you're going to want something else because we are wanting beings. We are longing beings. And especially the generator aura, the generator aura consumes, it envelops things, it takes things in, it mutates it, and then it spits it back out as something different, something that's been generated, something that's been energized. It like leaves your energetic signature on everything. So you're going to do you, you're going to bring your energy to every situation you're in. You're going to play with it. And when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. And that's a very Manny Jen concept where sometimes like the more you do something, the less exciting it's going to get. And that doesn't mean that it was a bad decision in the first place. It means that that's what lit you up in the moment. And now it's time to move on. I think that the conditioning around consistency with the sacral center is so intense because I see even in the human design world in this personal development community where generators or many gens will assume that you're supposed to have one thing and that one thing is going to light you up absolutely forever. And that once you find your aligned niche or you find your aligned business, that it's going to look like that forever. And there is no ultimate answer. There is no ultimate answer to what your niche is, what you want to be doing. Everything is phases. Literally the only constant that we have is change. That's the only thing that's consistent is that things fucking change. (laughs) That's the only thing that we can rely on is the fact that whatever we are currently relying on will probably have to adapt. It will probably have to change in the near future. So change is inevitable. And when generators or mini gens get into a space where what they're doing in the moment is really fueling them, it's really satisfying them, it's really feeling good, they can, one, feel like they have to keep it up, right? They have to maintain that. They can't really ask for more. They're not worthy of more. It's not safe to change it. It's not safe to adapt it. They can start to feel trapped by that satisfaction. It's almost this like, oh my God, this is better than I could have imagined. All of a sudden you're like, holy shit, am I worthy of this? Do I have imposter syndrome? Did I convince everybody that I was somebody that I'm not just because I was really excited about this? And so you can start to doubt that your excitement that got you here was authentic or that maybe you're like, it's just shiny object syndrome. I was just chasing the thing that I was passionate about in the moment, but like now it's feeling hard. Now it's feeling frustrated. And so you'll start to doubt yourself. The thing about the sacral that I need, I need you to understand. I need everyone with the sacral center to understand this. It only knows what's right right now. It only has momentary clarity. Think of it like a goldfish where it has like a 60 second memory reset. (laughs) 
that's kind of how I think about it is like Dory from Finding Dory or Finding Nemo, where it just forgets everything that's happened in the past. And it's like, yes, this is lighting me up right now. And if you see it like that, if you see this, like it's going to forget it's going to be lit up by different things. It's going to be drawn to certain things, but it only has like a very short period of time where its answer is applicable. It only has this awareness of what's happening right now. And so if it's lighting you up right now in this moment, in this second, in this present reality, then it's lighting you up. It's lighting you up in this place. It's lighting up in this time, which means you can trust it. You can rely on it. You can take that action. And if it is not lighting you up right now, it's a no. I almost feel like the sacral center has like maybes. It has some really strong no's. But I think a lot of us will get overwhelmed when we have all of these ideas. And like, I don't even know where to start because you're lit up by everything. Everything feels like a good idea. What you need to know is like, you can be lit up by something and you'd be like, yes, I'm really excited about this, but I'm not ready to work on it. I'm not ready to manifest it. I'm not ready to take action on it yet. Sometimes you can get really amazing ideas that are just not ready to come through. And that's okay if they're not ready to come through. You can be excited about it. You can be like, yeah, that's a good idea. And maybe I'll work on that. But I'm not getting the full body. Yes, I need to do this absolutely right now. This is everything sensation. If you're not getting that, it's a no. You don't want to say yes to maybe projects. You don't want to say yes to things that are like, man, I could make this work right now. Because what if you wait a day? What if you wait four hours? What if you wait 20 minutes and then all of a sudden a new idea comes through and you're like, oh my God, I see it. Everything is clear. If you have already put energy into doing something and it's difficult, it's hard. If you get a new idea, how easily are you going to allow yourself to shift? I have worked on this. I have tried really hard to allow myself to shift. This is something that I have taught myself. This is something that was not easy. I used to be the person who would say, oh my gosh, I've spent six months on this or I've spent time on this and like I have to finish it through. I have to follow it. If it's a commitment that I've made, obviously I'm going to commit to that and I will continue to do it. But if it's just a project that I'm working on and the excitement goes away, I will move on. I do not care. (laughs) And like, I pride myself on having the audacity to just do whatever the fuck I want to do whatever is lighting me up. And that's living a sacral led life. That is the power of living a sacral led life. You have to have the audacity. You absolutely have to have the audacity because what happens when you start saying sacral yeses, when you start really trusting this excitement, this pleasure, this life force energy inside of you, all of a sudden you realize that every decision you make can be made from a state of pleasure. Every decision can be moving you more towards the things that are really lighting you up, the things that are really turning you on, the things that are so effortless and so easy that like you literally don't even have to try. Yes, you show up. Yes, you put in the work, but it's like you're moving on fast forward. It feels like the montage scene of a movie where like everything is happening and you're there, but you're not there. Time is just moving differently when you're in that flow. And so since the sacral only knows what's right for right now, it has this momentary clarity. If it says yes to this, it's a breadcrumb. It's only telling you the next step. It's not saying yes to this forever. It's not saying yes to this 
as an entirety. So it's important to know what you're actually saying yes to when you're saying a sacral yes, because we have so much shame around changing our minds. And so if you're afraid of changing your mind, you're going to assume that every sacral yes is like a full commitment. It's an all in thing. It's a big, absolute like dedication energy. And it may not be right. It may just be that you need to work on that for a little bit this week. It may be a yes to writing a specific idea down. It may be a yes to exploring if this is something that's right for you, but you don't have to put all of that pressure on the moment to make a decision forever. In the moment, you know what to do. And in the next moment, if the decision that you've previously made no longer aligns with you, you can change your mind. You can choose again and you will know it's time to choose again because your body will say, this isn't lighting me up anymore, but this is. And so when you surrender to this, when you decide that you can just recklessly trust what lights you up and you can do what you want to do and you have the audacity to say that me just doing what I want to do is working out. Like money just comes in, the ideas come through, it just works. I don't know how it works. I don't care how it works, but I just recklessly trust my creativity. And I know that whatever comes through me is exactly what comes through me right now. When you tap into that, that momentum, that speed, that yes, after yes, after yes, after yes, after yes, that state moves you so fucking fast. That is quantum leap energy. And I know because I've done it. (laughs) A couple of years ago, I went from consistent, like, two to three thousand dollar months I had maybe like a 5k month once for like two and a half maybe three years to all of a sudden 15k 22k 30k 40k and then it's like consistently gone up it went really quickly I think it was nine months between my first five figure month and my first six figure month it happened so quickly. And all it was, was me. Like, I literally had no idea what was coming next. I was like, I have no plan. I have no strategy. I do not know how this is going to work, but I know that this is what I have to do. I know this is what I want to do. And I have the audacity to say, I'm just going to do it. And it's going to work out. I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out. It grew really, really quickly. And then all of a sudden I hit the moment where my body or my mind said, There's no way that it can continue to be this easy and this fast. There's no way that it's safe. Like my trauma started to come up and say, it's not this safe to move this fast because in a matter of months, my life was unrecognizable. It was absolutely unrecognizable. And so all of that trauma and all of that conditioning around who am I and do I know how to manage the money? And like, I just got here on a whim just trusting myself recklessly, like, obviously I need to maintain this. I got into that fear of, I created this really successfully. I created this from pleasure and I was doing it in this just like reckless, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just going to throw shit against the wall, take messy action and see what happens. That state worked so well until I got scared. And the moment that I got scared, the moment that my trauma came up, All of a sudden, I couldn't take the fast action anymore. All of a sudden, I was doubting the action. All of a sudden, I was looking for a plan. I was looking for a strategy. I was looking for what am I going to do over the next six months, the next 12 months? How do I plan this out to have the greatest impact? And I lost connection to that sense of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just doing it. 
Like I'm just taking action. I'm just throwing shit against the wall. I'm just moving forward. I am just pouring energy through me. And if it's messy, it's messy. I will refine when I know what I need to refine. And so when you lose that, what happened for me, there was like a physical trauma. It was the same time as like my ectopic pregnancy, right? So there was this like physical slowdown, this physical break. It went from all of these things are happening super, super quickly to I have hurt myself. I have physically ignored my health. And so I got scared, right? Like my body got scared. My body started to have this trauma response of me making lots of money is associated with physically getting hurt, physically landing myself in the hospital, physically not taking care of myself, physically harming my health. So that's the conditioning. The conditioning said when you make a lot of money, sometimes you can have a fluke, right? Sometimes you can just play around and you can make a lot of money. There is a story around, you have to be serious. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know how to manage it. And I was making it this big deal of like, all of a sudden I didn't feel worthy of all of the things that I had created. And it was just some identity things. It was just some conditioning popping up. It was just some fears because that's how we check ourselves. We go through that every level or we experience those fears to keep us safe, to keep us in integrity, because I would much rather that I have some self-doubt, face it, decide for myself and choose the reality where I'm confident and where I trust myself than to just blindly trust myself my whole life and have it not be a choice. I would rather choose to trust myself (laughs) than just exist. I don't know. I like my awareness. I like the freedom of choice. I like to know that I choose to trust myself. So kind of coming back to this sacral center energy, it only knows what's right for right now. It only knows if your body is saying yes to this right now, or if it's saying no to this right now. And if it's a mm, like undeterminable sound or sensation, it's a no. You will know a yes. You will know when your body is saying yes. It's undeniable excitement. It is undeniable joy. It is undeniable pleasure. You cannot deny when your body is feeling turned on, happy, excited, ready. You can't deny it. So that's the state that I want to be in when I create, because I have found that the energy that we're in when we are creating the state that you're in, that's the ingredients, that's the energy that you're working with. And that's going to color the results. That's going to color the experience. So when we are in this flow, when we are going bigger, 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 respond, 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 it's kind of like a snowball effect. You're starting to respond with small things. I almost see like a car, if you've ever driven stick shift, where you can't just jump into fifth gear, you will stall the car. The sacral center is kind of like that, where it needs to respond to a little bit, needs to get some momentum before it can really take big action. So thinking about driving a car, if you are at a standstill, if you've not been saying yes, you are not following your sacral yeses, you're not making those decisions in alignment with yourself. You're maybe stuck in your head or maybe you're just hearing about this and this is going to absolutely change your life and your experience. But if you feel like you're in this car, you're sitting still, you first have to just like put it in gear and get going. You just have to get going. You just have to get momentum. And the hardest part about getting going and like actually driving a stick shift car is going from a cold start, like stop to going that's it. (laughs) Once you're moving, once you have momentum, it gets easier and easier and easier and easier to shift and to go up higher and to shift gears. So you have to go into first gear. You have to get over that 
little tricky point. You have to get into first gear and then rev up a little bit and then you'll switch into second gear and then you'll rev up even more, switch into third gear. And then it's essentially your vehicle, your body is making these responses of like, yes, I can handle this. Yes, I'm in this gear to handle this. Yes, I am in this space to handle this. It's literally shifting gears to handle the speed at which you are running, handle the speed at which you are going to generate that energy. That's what the sacral center does. (laughs) Once you get going, once you start responding to the little things, it gets faster and faster and faster. And then all of a sudden it's not a small response. Like, yes, of course it's a small response. Every, you know, like everything is a small momentary response, but all of a sudden the moves and the impact and the speed at which you're going is faster and faster and faster. So think about the first time you ever drove on the freeway. The first time you ever went like 60, 70 miles an hour and how terrified you were. I don't know about you, but I was terrified the first time that I drove on the freeway. I was like, holy shit, we are going so fast. There's so many lanes. There's all of these cars. Someone's mad at me because I'm not going fast enough. All of this fear, all of this anxiety showing up because it was new. It was a new experience. And I could have easily let the anxiety of driving on a freeway say that's too fast for me. I can't do that. That's brand new. That's just life. You get a driver's license, you learn how to drive, and then you are driving on the freeway. That's the typical experience for most vehicle drivers. And so it's just a part of life. And just because it's new doesn't mean that I'm never going to be comfortable at that speed. Chances are I've been on an airplane, which has gone way faster than that. Maybe I've been on a train that's been way faster. I've been in the car with other people who have gone way faster than I was currently driving in that moment. But because I was in control and it was me who was responding and because it was me who was worried if I was going to be able to respond at the speed that was necessary, if I was paying attention enough, that's where the pressure came in. Then it became the story of, can I trust myself? Can I trust myself to be a driver? I know other people drive on the freeway all day. I know other people Literally, their job is to drive (laughs) trucks from one place to another. They spend all of their day on the road and on this freeway. And so there can be this self-trust, like this, I don't know if I can go this fast. I don't know if I'm meant for this. It just takes practice. It just takes practice. Once you get going, once you sink into this self-trust, and if you don't want to go really fast and then kind of crash because you're afraid because of this fear, you don't have to. You get to continue to ride that snowball effect. You get to continue to go up in gear and up in gear and up in gear. You get to get faster and faster and make bigger and bigger responses. It just means that your level of self-trust has to match the level of decision that you're making. But all of it is going to come back to my sacral in this moment knows what to do. And if there's something else in the next moment, my body's going to know what to do. And so going on the freeway, There was always a fear of driving too close to the car in front of me because I'm like, oh, what if they stop suddenly and I have to stop suddenly? So I'm like anticipating that I'm going to have to respond to them. If I am careful about the distance that I'm driving behind other people, if I'm aware of that, then I'm going to notice I'm going to have enough time to stop and to slow down and to do what I need to do to make sure that I am safe. I will be able to navigate whatever life is throwing at me because I'm paying attention. 
I am driving a car the same way I've always driven a car. It's just the same as driving slower. You're paying attention to where you're going. You're paying attention to the lanes. You're watching the cars around you. You're being courteous about the moves and the directions that you're following. You just follow the rules of the road. You just drive along with everyone else. And it can be nerve wracking at first, but you can do it. And it just takes the level of self-trust. With the sacral center, it's designed to move really quickly. Generators and manigens who get going and who are in that sacral yes, sacral yes, sacral yes energy, they are able to absolutely move mountains. But the thing is, the thing is that you only are saying yes to the next step. And so it gets scary when you're saying yes to something really big, but you don't know what's coming after that. You're saying yes to a year-long mastermind, or you're saying yes to working with a mentor, or you're saying yes to a pivot in your business. And that's the next step. That's the next direction. But you don't know what's coming after that. It's like when you're following the GPS and it says turn left here, you're like, okay, I turned left. Now what? (laughs) Now what do I do? And you can be anticipating like, okay, I just turned left. Am I going to have to quickly get into this lane and do something fast? Or am I just staying on this road for a while? You don't always know what's coming next because you're following directions. You're following that sacral energy one step at a time. The trust comes in when you know and when you give yourself permission to believe that one step is enough. You only need to know the next step. And when the stakes get higher, when the business gets bigger, when the decisions get bigger, when there's more people involved, you still don't need to know more than the one step that's in front of you. The one step in front of you is exactly what you need to know. The one step in front of you is exactly what you need to do. You have everything available to you in this moment to respond. You have everything available inside of you that is worthy of trusting yourself. You know how to follow directions. You know how to trust your intuition. You know what you're doing. Even if it feels like you don't know what you're going to do next, you know what you're doing. What you're doing is tuning into your sacral, you're tuning into your body every present moment, and you are deciding, you are feeling into where is the pleasure, where is the satisfaction, where is the option that I secretly wish was available to me. You are not going for mediocre, you are not going for safe, you are going for delicious, you are going for pleasure, you are going for next level fun. Because that's the reality that you want. And when you are saying yes to big fun, to big success, to big energy, to things that feel out of your league, you're saying yes to you. And so you will gain the confidence to say yes to bigger and bigger ideas the more you say yes to the big ideas that you have, the more you recognize that if you're having an idea, that idea is interested in working with you. And so of course you're worthy of working with it. Of course you can get that experience. Of course you can become the version of you who is capable of bringing that to the world in the way that it deserves. If you have the idea, if you have the desire, if you have the audacity, you can do it. You can absolutely do it. So stop wasting energy on the small things that feel safe. Say yes to the big thing. Say yes to the big thing where all of that sacral excitement is, where all of that joy is, where all of the sparkly energy is, even if it feels out of your league, even if it feels like you don't know what's on the other side of that, even if it feels like a cliff, right? Sometimes a sacral yes feels like I am jumping off a cliff. Like I am up on the edge of something. I'm like, okay, all I know is that I have to do this. 
I have to have this difficult conversation. I have to make this decision. I have to inform the people. I have to create this offer. I have to work with this person. I have to send this check, like whatever it is, whatever the big decision is, when I say yes to it, when I trust it, when I just know this is the next step for me, when I trust that I build this self-trust as well. And like I said, there's something so powerful about the energy that you're in and what truly makes you able to follow that sacral recklessly is that perspective and is that belief system. It's letting go of the conditioning that says that for me with my undefined G center, it's like, I have to know who I am. I have to know where I'm going. I have to know the next steps. I have never known the next steps. I have built a multi-million dollar business and I do not know what's next. Every step of the way, I knew the next thing. And then I had a couple of ideas for maybe this is what's coming afterwards. And I had no idea. I've never known what I'm doing. And so at some points in my journey, I've been able to be in the state of, I don't know what I'm doing next, but I know that I'm going to figure it out. I know that I know how to drive. I know that I know what I need to know. And I know that the resources that I need at every step are going to be available to me. I know that my sacral is going to lead me where I need to go. And at other times, not knowing what I'm doing next has been fearful. It has been terrifying. It has caused me to feel afraid of the future and afraid of, oh my God, can I actually do what I'm doing? I'm being immature. It's maybe fall into that non-self. But every time I experience that, I don't judge myself for it. I don't feel bad for experiencing that because our thoughts are not something that we create. They're something we have. They're something we experience. They are not us. They're just a voice in our head that we happen to be listening to. And if I'm hearing a conversation that is filled with doubt and filled with negativity, I literally think of it as like, oh, I'm just listening to somebody in a coffee shop, share their opinions about me. And I don't want to hear their opinions. So I'm going to leave this building. I'm going to leave this location where these thoughts reside because those aren't the thoughts that I want to be consuming. And I will look for the thoughts that I do want to be consuming. The thoughts that I want to be consuming say things like, I can trust my sacral responses. I can just take action and see where it goes. And it doesn't matter if I have a plan. I've never known what's going to happen. And so if I still don't know what's going to happen, it doesn't mean that I have failed and that I have just fluked my way to my experience. It means that I get to accept that I don't have to know. I don't have to figure out what's happening next. I don't have to figure out a whole five-step plan. I don't have to figure out 10 steps down the road. I just get to be present. I just get to be here. I just get to be in this moment and receive all of the pleasure and satisfaction that's available to me right now. And when I need to do something else, when there's an action that needs to be taken, I will be informed. I will absolutely be informed. So the generator plateau. It kind of happens a couple of different ways. It'll happen when you have said yes to things and you kind of reach this capacity of, it can't get better than this. I don't deserve more. And so you will stop going after the big ideas. You will start to kind of just maintain that. You can feel really stuck. This is who I have to be. This is who I get to be. This is all that I deserve. I had my little success stint that worked really well for me. And then everything else after that, I just have to be satisfied with the fact that I've made it and I'm at the end, there's no more growth here. So it can be this like doubt of, I don't believe that I'm worthy of growing more. That can be one of the first 
reasons why we enter a generator plateau. The second is when all of a sudden you're like, okay, the stakes are too big for me to continue to do what I did to get here. When you start to doubt that your reckless self-trust in this, like just yes, 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 yes. This like, I don't fucking know what's coming next, but this is what I want to do now. Attitude you start to doubt that you start to feel like it's too frivolous. You're not taking it seriously enough. You're being childish. You're being immature. When you start to think that the reality that you've created is somehow more serious than the methods that you've used to get where you are, there's doubt. That's also self-doubt. That's also this concept of I'm not good enough for the reality that I want or for having more, whatever that is. So when you start to doubt that you just kind of taking action without having a whole plan is not good enough anymore, it's another form of self-doubt and that's what's going to keep you stuck. So we can feel like this is all I deserve. It can feel like what got me here can't get me to where I want to go next. Who says? <laughs> Who says that what got you here can't get you where you want to go next? It's a compound effect. It is time and energy and action. It's like action repeated consistently over time. If you continue to just trust yourself and trust the methods that have gotten you here, it might not be very different. The version of you in a couple of years, the version of you who has the things who's on the other side of what you want right now is probably not that different from you. It's probably not that different from you. I always thought that like as a millionaire in my business, I would have more structure and I would probably not be just like spending time in Google Docs. I would use some sort of software instead of building my own content calendars in a spreadsheet and I would have everything in a file and everything in a folder. It's messy. It's so messy behind the scenes and I still know where everything is. I can still find everything, but sometimes I have to explain to other people how to get through the folder maze <laughs> of my Google Drive because there's like 80 gigabytes worth of folders and it's a maze. It's like folder inside folder inside folder. And while that makes sense to me, it doesn't make sense to everyone else. I thought that I would have fixed that. I thought that I would have been able to be more organized behind the scenes. I thought that it would make more sense to other people. I thought I'd be a different person. And then all of a sudden I'm here and I wake up and I'm like experiencing my life. And I'm like, oh, wow, I am still me. I am still the same person. Nothing has really changed about me. Nothing has changed in my energy. The money didn't change me. The success didn't change me. The decisions didn't change me. I didn't all of a sudden wake up super, super selfish and have the desire to take advantage of a bunch of people and just make a ton of money without helping them. I still care about people. I still trust myself. I still experience moments where I don't know what I'm doing next, but I've decided that that's okay. I've decided that me without a five-step plan is perfect. Me without a five-step plan, me with like just the confidence and the audacity to say, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And it's really like the audacity to believe that that's enough. When you just know that that's enough, you show up and you just throw things out there. You show up, you take this messy action and there's just something about it. When you trust you, you set the groundwork for other people to trust you. When you trust in your business, when you trust in your actions, you take them more confidently. You take it as a statement, not a question. Take more actions as a statement and not as a question of like, can I do this? Are you going to accept this? Just take the action. Say, this is what I did. This is what I'm doing. 
And this is the direction I'm headed right now. And who knows, maybe I'll completely 180 in a week. Maybe I'll completely change my mind in a couple of days. Whatever it is, you get to have the freedom to just do it. You don't have to overthink it. Your inner child is your highest self. So play the game of business. Play the game of life. Imagine it. As a child, when you're playing a game, are you worried about knowing every single step of like if you're playing house or you're playing doctors or you're playing mermaids or whatever it is, whatever game you're playing, do you have a plan of we're going to have this scene and then we're going to have this scene and then we'll do this? No, that would be boring. That's not how kids play. They say, I'm going to do this now. And then someone else says, "Ooh, and I'm going to do this now. And you just go back and forth. You don't know where it's going. You don't know where you're going to head up but you're just excited to play along the way and see what happens. That's how business should feel. It should feel playful. It should feel fun. It should feel like it's exciting you. That's how generator energy should feel. If a generator is deliciously excited about the work that they do, everyone around them wants to be more around them. Everyone around them benefits from your satisfaction. When you create something in the energy of satisfaction, Everyone who interacts with it feels it. Everyone who comes into contact with it feels with it. Everyone who gets the privilege of consuming even just a tiny bit of your satisfaction energy benefits. All because of the state that you were in when you created what you created. All because you set the tone for trusting yourself. When you trust you, you set the tone for everyone else to trust you. You lead the way. You trust yourself in a way. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing next, but this is the action for right now. This is what I'm doing right now. And you put your foot down. You firmly say yes to that. You firmly move from where you are into the next step without having to see five steps ahead. Because what happens is as you take that step, the light, the clarity, the awareness of what's to come also moves forward. It's like headlights. You can't see a hundred miles down the road, but you can see exactly what you need to, to stay safely on the road. You know, you have enough light, you have enough visibility to avoid something. If it comes out of nowhere, you have enough time to react to something, to respond to something. You have lights that show you exactly what you need to see even if you can't see the entire journey, even if you can't see the whole road, you can see what you need to. As you move forward, as you take this next step, the clarity for what's to come after will also come. And so as you step forward, you create the vision for the next thing. You allow yourself to open up for that next step, but it doesn't happen until you take the action, until you respond to what's exactly in front of you, until you do the thing or explore or say no to or close the door until you do the thing that your energy is saying, I have to do right now, you're not going to know what's next. And waiting around until you figure out what's next is just going to keep you stuck. That's the generator plateau where you allow yourself to try and figure out the next couple of steps. You're like, okay, I know I kind of want to do this, but what's that going to lead to? What doors does that open up? Is that going to work this way? Is it going to work this way? How is that going to work this way? If you're stuck in this mental world or like this analysis paralysis, you are literally blocked off from knowing the answers for the next step. Blocked off. 
completely blocked off. You can't get those answers until you take the action that you need to do right now. It's like leveling up in a game. You have everything that you need in this moment, all of the resources, lessons, tools, skills, everything is available to you to succeed at this level. If you are, let's say, you're looking at the map, or you're looking at the lock screen, or you're looking at the preview of the next level, but you're sitting there waiting to get through the final puzzle. You're waiting to beat the final boss. You're super close. You're at the end of this level. All you have to do is like the thing, right? Win the level, the last little thing. But you're worried about, okay, well, once I win this level, how am I going to win the next level? And you're trying to figure out how you win the next level without actually being able to get into the level, right? Without being able to be in that world, without being able to be in the space where the resources are available for you because you're not unlocking the door. You are not unlocking the level. You're not allowing yourself to step into that world where that is the goal because you're trying to get ahead. You have to focus on the level that you are in right now. Next level will come. It always comes. It's every day, a new level, every year, a new level, it will come and you will figure it out when you get there, but you will have more resources. You will have more time. You will have more awareness. You will have more clarity. You will have more options. If you finish the thing that's in front of you and then allow yourself to move on. So say yes, say no, do the thing that your sacral is saying that you need to do in this moment. And don't worry about trying to figure the whole thing out. That is the energetics of the sacral plateau. And I hope that you were able to really feel the fire and the excitement in this episode because this was very sacrally driven. Sacral energy has been huge in my life lately and I can just really feel it in my body from having this conversation. And so I know, I know based on the conversation that we had, I know that you are going to feel the satisfaction. It's going to impact you. And I hope that this catalyzes you and empowers you into taking some sort of massive action. You don't need to know the whole thing. You don't need to know the whole story. You have enough information available to you and you have the skills to figure it out every step of the way. I adore you. And I hope that you have an incredible day. I'll talk to you next week.